Well, y'all, welcome back to Loud Mouth Stereo. My name is Shan. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. You can find me at She Gets It Pod. And we are two podcasters that came to join forces to bring you a good show. Tonight, the topic is when would you tell your spouse that their friends ain't shit? Because Stereo is trying to police like our great platforms like TikTok, Twitter, IG. I didn't put that in the title, but that's what it is. Because sometimes it, it is shit that comes with our spouse's friends or our boyfriend's friends or our girlfriend's friends. And we want to talk about it like, when do you call that out? But before we get into that, let's give you a little backdrop as to where you can find us, what we got going on, and what we about to give y'all because we do catch up before we jump into the topic to give more people time to hop in here. So you can find Greg on Twitter at Al Sharp Tongue. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Shambi Podden, C-H-A-N-B-E-P-O-D-D-I-N. Also on Twitter, IG, and TikTok at Shambi Podden. On here, you can find me on She Gets a Pod, and you can find Greg at Hey Greg. All right. Now, do we have our own places? Of course we do. You can check Greg out at HeyGreg.io. Now, if you're a person that's trying to sell something or you're looking for a podcast to go ahead and sponsor, Greg is up for that, okay? Everything that you need to know as far as what Greg is bringing as far as the audience is on his website, ready to go for you. You can also find Greg on YouTube at Greg Austin, all right? Giving you all the feedback and backdrop on tech products so you're not getting something you don't need and making sure you're getting what you need when you need it, all right? You can find me at shambipodden.com and uh, you can catch up on all the other podcasts that I also do. Now, Stereo we do every Saturday at 9.30 p.m. and we bring you different topics. It's not just about relationships. It's not just about podcasting. It's not just about celebrities. It's not just about, um, you know, everything everybody else is talking about we try to switch it up and give you a variety of things now if you want to comment tonight you can you can comment right at the bottom where that comment box is and we'll play messages throughout the show we never try to let it get past eight messages so just bear with us we will pay your message but we are not bringing up anyone up top to talk because we are timed we have things to do and places to be. All right. Well, yeah. we, we, we've reached here. Officially, it's 10.03. And even though this is not a 30 for 30, I'm going to run mine down. And then Sharon's going to have hers. And then we're going to get up out of here because we have things to do. So, again, as you can see in the title, it says, when would you tell your spouse that their friends ain't it? I wrote down. How to tell your spouse that their friends ain't shit. So regardless if you like, you know, explicit language, it is the truth. These are the things that people need to talk about, they need to discuss. And I have a disclaimer. So before we even begin, the disclaimer is this. I've been the ain't shit friend. I've been that friend that casually is around and should know when to take a seat back so that you can enjoy your relationship. But I've learned from talking to others that sometimes you don't have all the answers. So this is not me saying that I'm right. This list that you're about to get from me is not me saying that I'm right. This is me holding myself accountable and also the things that I've observed and ignored from people that I know. The reason why I say that, and I'm making it crystal clear, is because you have to be able to hold yourself accountable when you've been in that position. So somebody will probably listen to this episode and be like, dang, Greg sounds like this. Greg is saying this. This is wrong. This is right. No, this is me. So. With that being said, let's get straight into the list. You ready for this, Shane? Yes. Cool. So now I have seven talking points. I have a couple bonuses, and then I have a inverse. And we're going to go straight through it. Shane, stop me at any point because I feel like a lot of these points I don't want to take from you, but definitely stop me where, you, where it resonates with <laughs> you. All right? Yeah. Let, let's go. So number one. Uh, how to tell your spouse that their friends ain't shit. Number one, you got to be brutally honest. Sometimes mm-hmm. your spouse 
won't and don't want to hear, but they should. I don't think we even need to go that deep into that point. It's just true. Um, I have been that person where even my own spouse has said, you know what, like your friends ain't shit. Them friends ain't your friends. And even though it might be hard to hear, it's something that needs to be said regardless because they're not your friends aren't going to say that your friends friends ain't going to say that shit i mean some will be like you know because they told me like oh well such and such ain't shit such and such is you know they're a mooch this person is this and it's like it's hard to hear but it comes off best when you're in a relationship or you're with somebody and they tell you like yo like your friend like i'm just getting a bad vibe from them so that's number one on my list number two approach with proof this is like, it actually should be a 1A, but it's a number two. Uh, approach, with proof. Uh, approach with proof. Present things they can't deny. I'll repeat that. Present things to your spouse about their friends that they can't deny. I.e., friends that are moochers. Friends that are only around, around payday. Friends that never have anything positive to say. I did those three bullet points because that shit matters to me so much. I see it all the time. Social media, real life, work, wherever you are, the people that you might consider to be friends, they are your friends, yes. But a lot of them don't realize that they just might just be a negative individual. And shout out to Jesse Wright. Like, thank you for joining the show. Because this, this is going to be something I really hope people will, like, start leaving voicemails to because it's going to hit home to somebody, hopefully. So when I say present something with proof to you, you know, to your spouse, sometimes you have to tell your spouse, like, yo, like, you, you don't realize, like, your friend kind of like a dirtbag or your friend just, they're bringing our relationship down because, like, you just don't know how to tell them about themselves. It, it, it starts with that conversation. It's a heavy conversation. It's a hard conversation. But as a guy, I can only speak for me, a girl that I dated in the past, I had to tell her straight out, I was like, yo, like, your friend only wants to do such and such like this friend only wants to go club this friend only wants to go drink and it was fucking thursday to sunday i'm like yo what about our time and she's like oh well you know we'll have our time but it was always after they had their time it's like you should be with her then this is a problem for me let me tell you something what's up jesse i have broken up with a guy because whenever we made plans to do shit it completely bypassed him and he was like, oh shit, we could do another time. I'm out with such and such. I'm just like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That slowly snowballed the fact that that's your boyfriend and not your friend. And I'm Bingo. cool with it. Let me remove myself out of it. Bingo. Shane, I'm telling you, like, I'm a float body so quick. By the time you get to, like, ain't no, we only, we only been on here for 28 minutes. I swear to God. So, <laughs> number three, if they are always at your house, set boundaries directly yes now this shit matters because i currently have a friend that is like that they are in a situation where they live with like a sibling of theirs so if they're not at their house with their sibling then they are out clubbing or at a bar or something like that and then occasionally they come to my house my wife is like yo like he doesn't feel like uncomfortable waking up in the morning, everybody's getting ready for work. And then we have to drop him off to the Metro so he can go home to get ready to go to work. And and I I said something and I was like, I I, I wanted to defend him. I was like, yo, this is coming from my woman. Like if she sees this shit and I lay with her every night, like at some point, like she's not lying. She's not doing this shit in spite because like she loves me. She cares about me, right? At some point, your spouse has to be able to be in a position to tell you that your friends aren't up to snuff, that your friends need to find better. And that that one for me, the you know, the setting boundaries, I've had to set boundaries with my friends. Now, this could be as simple as telling your friends, like, you know what? Yeah, we can go out. But you know what? Let's go out at 7 o'clock and at 11 o'clock. That way I can come home. I used to be that boyfriend to my now wife, where it's like, all right, cool. Like, she's at home, she's resting. This is before the baby, before the marriage. She would just be at home, just chilling, watching TV. She'd fall asleep. Eventually, she got tired of going to sleep alone. She's like, oh, wait, 
you know, why, why am I going to sleep alone when you're leaving the house at nine o'clock? Why are you leaving the house at nine o'clock when I'm right here? And, you know, she's not the jealous type, but she's also sitting there like, yo, like, when that friend or those group of friends or those friends come around, they're like, hey, you know what? Like, I have nothing else to do with my life. Like, let's go out. Now, we could have gone out immediately after work so you could be home at this time. But no, let's go out and have fun until one, two o'clock in the morning. You have to be able to tell, and I'm not saying that your friends are shit for doing this, but if it's a constant thing, it's like, yo, like, you aren't trying to find a spouse. You aren't trying to find somebody that can do this shit with you. Instead, you just rather do these things, like, you know, with your guy friends or your girlfriends. And I can only speak for the guys because I can't speak for the women. This is, you know, Shan, where you come in. Because I know, and I would like to hear from you at this point, Shan, in the show, where have you seen or dealt with somebody of the same sex, a friend, where it's like, you know what, like, they just, I don't want to say they don't want to go home or they don't go home. It's just like, yo, they don't have anything to go home to. So they just want to be out. Like, have, have you ever been in that situation? Um... As a woman, I would like to say no, because I'm always the friend that my friends know, oh, she's not coming. Don't ask her if she's not coming. She's not going to make time. She don't like being around strange energy. I've always been that way. Even in high school, middle school, I was never the one that was trying to go to the parties. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to be there. As my In my 20s, I'm not going to the party. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to be there. And if you do see me at someone's celebration, it's their 40th birthday and it's very important. And I really love them. We're going to the club. We're walking up at the door, not waiting in line. And we're going to our VIP section. And we're going to have options. And nobody that I don't know will ever approach me. That is the only way you would get me to go out. And people also know, like, no, when we leave here, I'm not trying to go to such and such house. I want to go home to the point where friends that know me know, oh, no, she's not going with you. She's coming with me and we're going home. Tell your driver to drop us off at home, period. Whether we go in the house or end up sleeping on the bathroom floor, fine, but we're going home. Like That's the type of friends that I go out with because... I'm going to let you finish your whole thing. My thing is, like, if your friends don't know you to that point, they will have you in any and every situation, and then next day act like they were not in control of it. Mm. We got a message. Yeah, let's go for it. When would I tell my spouse that their friends ain't up? As soon as I see some that they're doing that's harmful to my spouse, or something that's harmful to our relationship. I'm gonna tell them right up, like, you know what? Your friends are not beneficial to you. You need people that are beneficial to help you grow and encourage you to be a better you. That's what I would say. I've actually done it to one of my exes and he just told me that I was trying to control him. It didn't go well, but yeah. All you can do is advice, right? Yeah. Much love to everybody. Shout out to Chan and Greg and Jesse and the listeners. Dreamy and the listeners as well. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. So let, let, let's quickly go into number four. Um, we, we have to get to number four because I don't want to make it too long. Number four, friends who club or bar hop and always insist on dragging them along. When I say them, no. meaning your spouse. Yes, this is on the list, Shannon. It's on the list. Um, as someone who's been that person, I say set those fucking limits immediately. Don't get jealous, but speak to the fact that they always go out and the relationship changes things, especially if you are never invited. Now, somebody's going to feel like a way, and that's fine. Feel that way. This is a fucking fact. If your if your booze friends just constantly have an issue with always, always going out or inviting them out, and they never say, you know what, do they want to come? That's a problem in a relationship. You know, somebody's going to be mad, but it's the truth. If you can say, 
oh, you know what? Like, the only time I've gotten invited is when they have a boo too. That's a problem. So what are y'all doing when I'm not around? Like, mm. are you, like, the one that's always going and you're trying to hit on bitches? And then and when I say bitches, I'm, I'm saying it, and you know, the way a man would talk when we go out. Like, oh, yeah, you know, like, where's the bitches at, right? Like, that, that's always a thing. But the issue is, if you always got to be around where the bitches is at, and then you're taking somebody who has a woman, like, th- that's a predicament that they, that they don't need to be in. Because you're putting them in a position where it's like, okay, they are trying to instill the trust in the women that they're dating, but you're also putting them in a position where it's like, you know, like they have options. And I'm not saying, like, us men all do dirt. Because trust me, I've been in positions where it's like, all right, cool, there's women around, but I know for a fact I have somebody at home, right? But if you are that friend that can't go out without trying to catch something, it's a problem. And I, I'm going to say this because it happened recently. We went out to a festival here in D.C. This was maybe like three or four weeks ago. We went out to this festival, and my boy who's getting married, he, you know, he's out and about, and he's having fun and stuff like that. And then, you know, one of the friends that he has was just like, yo, like, all he wanted to do was just, like, talk to women. And I had to pull him aside. I was like, yo, like, your, your man's literally about to get married soon. Like, you have to be able to be in a position where it's like, he should know himself and his relationship and be content. But you're also putting him in a position where anybody, like, say, for example, his future wife, she might have a friend that might see him hanging out with you. And all you're doing is bringing women around, buying shots and shit like that. And it's like, oh, this is what they do when you're not around. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that that's why, and I only speak for the men perspective. But really quick, I have to speak on the women perspective as well. Because it actually, it, it does work in tandem. Like, there are a lot of, from what I've seen, um, I'm trying to find a term for it to not be disrespectful. I'll just say women. There are a lot of women who <laughs> are are single or mm-hmm. women who are just like, you know what, I'm content in being who I am. And what they'll do is they will speak into what is point number five. And this one is probably going to hurt a lot of people. And I apologize. Jesse, I want to hear a voicemail from you. I want to see if you agree with this. Let me know if you do. There are a lot of, and I'm only going to speak for the women on this one, men feel free to, you know, have a date with this one. There are a lot of women who have criticisms, but, aka, thank y'all for checking out the show. Greg and I appreciate it. We put thoughts behind this. We put notes behind this. We put time behind this, okay? We could be doing other things and people on our Saturday night, but we here for y'all because we love it. Loudmouth Stereo is a podcast that we both created years ago, and we still here giving you a show from years ago, all right? Don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast app, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Google, Himalayan, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Anchor, uh, Red Circle. Wherever you listen to podcasts or you share podcasts, we appreciate it. But tell us what you think on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to shop at Loudmouth Stereo Shop. Today is one of the last days for you to get up and go register to vote. The final day to register to vote is definitely going to be October 11th. Please check if you are registered at vote.org, okay? And figure out what your precinct is where you need to go vote, all right? I don't want to hear nothing later about how you forgot. And then you're complaining about how your city got potholes. You're complaining about how your child doesn't have what they need later in the year because of what decisions were being made or not being made. You're complaining about the rate that these people want to charge you to pick up your trash you're complaining about the options that you have in the grocery stores in your area versus somewhere else it starts with who you vote for that's all i'm saying all right back to the show they are single with great advice that they never Mm. apply Every man should feel what I'm saying right now. Let me repeat that. Every man has been in a situation where they're they're with a woman 
and there was that one friend, that one person that their friend was cool with, friends with, or whatever you want to call it. And they had the greatest advice, but they never applied it. There's a reason why that they, you know, why they are an armchair expert. But unlike Skip and Shannon, I'm like, unless you've been in it, stay out of it. That's my rule. Like Shan mm-hmm. gives absolutely great relationship advice, you know, parenting advice, just advice in general. But it's not like you're talking because like you're making sure this person doesn't do it. There are a lot of people, Shan, who critique and, you know, give great advice. But when they are presented the information back, it's like, no, nah, that's not, they're going to completely disavoid that. They're going to avoid everything about it. Have you ever been in a situation where you're talking to one of your homegirls or one of your home, you know, your homies or whatever, you're talking to them and you're telling them about your relationship. You're telling them about the girl that you're trying to talk to or the guy you're trying to talk to. And like, you know, if I was you, I would do this, 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 and this, and this. And then flash forward a few weeks, few months, same situation happened with them. And you just give them the same advice that they gave you. And they completely avoid that shit. And you sit there like, yo, what the fuck? You told me to do that, but you won't do that, right? right? That's one of the indicative ways of telling your friend, I'm sorry, your spouse that their friends ain't shit because they will go and apply information as if they're a fucking expert at it. But then you give it right back to them and they don't do it. I tell Q this all the time. Q is my best friend in the world. A lot of the dumb shit Q does, he doesn't acknowledge it because it comes from me as a friend. But then I have to tell him, it's like, you realize you told me this a few years ago when you were the expert on it. And nobody is an expert at anything, but it's more so it's like, okay, you're speaking truth to power because this is you feel convicted about it, but you can't be that convicted about it that you ignore the advice that you gave me, which, again, leads to point number six for me. Um, they have criticisms for your relationships, but it's always presented as if you need to do an improvement I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let me repeat that. They have criticisms for your relationships, but it's always presented as if the other person needs to do improvement, never the entire uh, the entire couple. I'll, I'll try to make it a little bit clearer because that might be a little bit muddy for people. Say you have a friend, right? Like Shannon and I are friends. I give Shannon advice about her and her boo. Mm-hmm. But when I give her advice and I'm giving criticisms about your relationship, I'm only criticizing your spouse. Since you and I are friends, I have no criticisms for you. I'm making it seem like you're the the flowery person. There's nothing you can do wrong. Everything is your spouse's fault. Everything is because they did this or they should have done this. Friends like that are just as worse as the friends who give you the great advice that never apply it because they're telling you a whole bunch of, you know, if I were you, I would do this. Yeah. If I were you, like, at some point, if you're going to be friends, and I know somebody's going to hate the fact that I'm going to say this, but it is true. If you are that close to that person that you're friends with, they should be just as or somewhat close to the person that you love or care about. I, I, I just feel that way. Like, I'm not saying they need to be the best of friends with that person, but they should be able to say, you know what? I'm not going to intervene or interfere into your relationship, but you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to disrespect that union because, yes, like you have some things you can improve on. They have some things that they should improve on. But you know what? It's not my space to speak on that. And if I do, I'm not going to disrespect the other person because at the end of the day, the two of you are together. So that, that's number six on my points. And my last point before I get into the bonuses is how to tell, you know, your spouse that their friends ain't shit. They're just a deadbeat. It's, I don't think there's a punchline to that. Basically, there's no improvement in the course of you being together. So if you, like, if Shannon's, you know, whoever she's dating are together and they meet Greg for the first time, the two of us meet, and then, like, two or three years later, Greg's in the same position. Like, there is no evolution. That means, I don't want to say they're, they're a deadbeat, but there's no growth there. Why is there no growth? And you've grown. If you've grown as a person with you and your person, and then that person's just the same fucking person they met in 2022, issue. Big problem big problem so th- those are my you know how you can tell that your spouse ain't shit but there's two bonuses and then i'm gonna let shane get her shit off and then we're gonna get to the voicemail um number one 
If they can't go on a girl or bros trip without arguing from a distance to their boo, or they have a debit credit problem. I'm speaking this because this shit happened to me. And Chan knows the story. I've said it four times. We're going to talk about this shit again. This is indicative of having a friend that ain't shit. Whenever y'all go somewhere and this motherfucker's either just broke or play broke or act broke or swear that they're broke, yo, they are a fucking problem. You have to get rid of that motherfucker. Like, I had a friend past tense. We went out of town, out out of the fucking state. The moment we got there, all of a sudden, a debit card don't work. It's, oh, well, Greg, you got me, you got me, got me, got me, got me. And I'm, I'm telling my girl, and I was like, yo, like, dude, I, and I'm trying to make excuses. I was like, you know what? Like, he said he get, he'll get me back on the, you know, when we get back home, he's going to make things together. You know what she told me? She was like, you got to part ways with him because it's only going to get worse. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, yeah, like, they see you as a sucker. And when she said this shit, I was like, yo, fast forward to 2018 when we got married, and he was supposed to be a groomsman in the wedding. I'm speaking about this shit because I still feel a way about it. We're, we're at 10, we're at, what, 1024? I got six minutes, so I, I can just briefly tell the story. Basically, getting married and everything, we went through the whole suit process. You know, we're supposed to rent suits and everything like that. This motherfucker says straight out, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm going to buy the suit. Never bought the suit. So then I had to excommunicate, you know, excommunicate him out of the wedding. Not a big deal. But then I was like, you know what? Give him a last-ditch effort. You know, you can still come to the wedding as a guest because you can't be a groomsman at this point, right? You know, he's like, yo, you know, the day, the night before the wedding, he's like, yo, I'm not going to be able to make it. You know, I have not spoken to this dude yet. I have not spoken to him to this day. And the reason for this is because at some point, you have to acknowledge your spouse is right. The person you're with is right. Sometimes you just literally have an ain't-shit friend. But that goes into my second bonus. this is just a personal pet peeve of mine, but another indicative way of telling that you're, I'm sorry, telling your friend, your spouse that your friends ain't shit. If they make it a mission to document all events as they happen, but pick and choose when to include you in it, that's a problem as well. Now somebody's like, damn, Greg, that's a lot of problems. I'll give you a perfect example. You ever taken a photo with your friends and then you go on social media? And they cropped everybody out but them. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. You, you, you ever, like, gone and, you know, you have to take a whole bunch of photos. You know, you ever hand somebody your phone. It's like, hey, can you take some photos? You know, can you take a photo of us? And they take, like, five or six photos. And they make sure to take the photo that they look the best and everybody else looking sideways, cross-eyed and shit like that. Get fucking rid of them, friends. Get, get the fuck dang shit. Because they only out for themselves. And that's fine. But you be over there. I'll be over here. Now, my last little points. I'm going to let Shane get her shit off. I swear I am. This is what your spouse ought to do. Number one, listen. Number two, never or stop oversharing details about your relationship because your friend is going to seemingly agree with you. Don't overshare what's going on in your bedroom or in your life in your house, because what's going to happen is they're going to slip up. It's happened to me. It's probably happened to you, but it's going to happen. You're going to be in a situation where y'all are out and about, and you might have said something about your spouse to your friend, and it's going to come back. But when it comes back, it's going to be so negative. You're going to be like, yo, like, is that really how they felt about my, my, my spouse, really? That sound kind of fucked up, right? But bullet point number two. Now we're at number three. Have a calm approach when discussing your relationship. Your spouse should absolutely do that. That's common sense. Number four, don't throw your partner under the bus to prop yourself up. Woo! That, that, that shit, please, like, that should be number one. I only put it on the list because I thought it was common sense, but a lot of people need to figure it out, right? Like, just please, just do not throw your partner under the bus in order to prop yourself up, especially somebody that you're already friends with. Trust me. They already know you're dirt anyway. They know you ain't shit. But to try to make yourself better than, it's, it's never worked. It's never worked and never will. Um, number five, have realistic discussions about relationships that are balanced and non-judgmental. That matters to me the most because a lot of conversations that I used to have with women in my past were not balanced. And the reason why they weren't balanced is because I didn't know how to have a conversation with a woman that I cared about but I didn't love. Um <laughs> Damn, I actually said that out loud, but that's, it's just the truth. 
And number six, um, the same conversation that you have with them, talking about, you know, your friends, have it with your spouse and vice versa. If you can go out with your homeboys and you're like, you know what, like my girl, man, she's been annoying me, blah, 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 blah. Don't say that shit to your boys. And then when you get home, just casually just lay next to your spouse as if nothing happened. Because you letting that shit fester and eventually the shit that they tell you to do, it's going to flow out. And it's going to impact your relationship. And she's going to be like, yo, she's going to be so blindsided or he's going to be so blindsided about what happened. And it's easy for them to hate your friends, but it's going to be even worse when they hate you. So these are my personal ways of telling your spouse that their friends ain't shit and more importantly, how to improve that situation. I'm going to let Shan get the floor because I said 1030. It's 1029 in 50 seconds. I'm done. But I mean, Gaddy, I'm going to play these two messages and I'm going to hop right in. Well, I can't really say nothing about that because I feel like I'm guilty of being that partial friend. Like, mm. if it's in fr- if I have a friend and they're arguing in front of the spouse, I won't do anything to instigate it, but I won't disagree with my friend in front of the spouse. If I have any disagreements or whatever, me and him will discuss that, you know what I'm saying, amongst ourselves, like on some locker room type shit. That's respectable. I agree. Man, I can put up with a motherfucker arguing with their peoples from a distance. I'll just give you a drink and go somewhere to where can't nobody hear you. But the debit credit problem, nah. You got to stay home with that shit. The ones that really don't understand pending transactions on Monday. <laughs> like, you know how much money you got. Stop it. I think um, what you dropped, Greg, was on point. Um, I didn't want to interrupt you because I wanted you to have the space. But uh, I will just say this as a disclaimer. I am not married. I've never been married. Um, I have about five relationships under my belt on purpose because I'm very picky in particular. I do not believe in backseas. I exhaust the relationship and it will never happen again. I don't think the men I've dealt with are horrible people. They're just not people for me. So this list right here is coming from experience. It's coming from what I've seen. It's coming from close friends for like 10 plus years and what I see. And it's coming from a woman's point of view that enjoys peeing, not vagina, okay? But I value both, all right? Now, my number one thing when it comes to letting your person know that their friends ain't shit is as soon as possible because bad friends will cost you. Bad friends will cost you your time. Bad friends will cost you money you didn't want to spend. Bad friends will cost you your life. Bad friends will cost you um, your relationship or your marriage. Bad friends will cost you opportunities to work um, with great people because they don't want to lose you as a friend feeling like you are underneath them. Okay. Number two, I told Anya today, um, I was at a light and what song was it? Um, oh, it was Lauren Hill's song when uh, she was like, um, you know, these men all about the Benjamins. And so I, I turned on the music and I was like, I was like, you know what that means? And somebody says, oh, this person is all about the Benjamins. And she was like, no. I was like, Benjamins is basically money. That president is on money. So I told her, you don't ever want a friend willing to do anything for money. Same thing with adults. You don't ever want a friend willing to set you up for money. You don't want you don't ever want a friend to feel comfortable to come into your home and lounge out and see that you have a very expensive watch on your dresser and try to set you up or take it and because you're having a party make it seem as though someone else took it. You don't some some people you could be friends with somebody for years, and if they hear that you came up on some money, they'll feel like you shouldn't have it, or you don't deserve it, or I need some, and I'm going to take it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of murders 
happen because family sets them up or friends set them up. And I'm talking about friends for 10 plus years, 20 plus years. They just feel like you're not worth having these good things. Same thing about people. Some <clears throat> friends don't want to see you move forward and be happy with good people. So they do all this shit to sabotage it. They'll purposely call you when you're with your spouse or your your boyfriend or your girlfriend and they'll call you knowing they're loud enough or knowing you're on speaker and be like girl i found these two fine such and such at the gas station you need to come out here uh, meet us at the such and such they got money da, 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 da. why would you say that to me and you know i'm at such and such house why would you say that to me and you know such and such is here like they put you in a situation where you're questionable to other people right and they're doing that on purpose because their whole point in the end is to make you like them. Okay? Some people want you to be miserable with them, not happy. Okay? Um, men do this too. Don't think it's just women. Men do this too. Um, a lot of men are in relationships with women and they have that boy that's going to allow you to fuck up, take snapshots, mm -hmm. take screenshots. Um, they're going to snitch on who you text. They're going to wait for your girl to call him and be like, well, I call such and such. Da -da -da. Well, I don't know where they're nigga, but I know I dropped him off at, you know, Acreage Apartments last night. And he had say, I guess he was going to some girl house. Like, mm. your boys will do that to you just to interfere with the fact that you got this girl that they feel like you don't deserve or this marriage and this family that they feel like you don't deserve and wh why he get that and I look like this or why he get that and I got this car and I got this money. Why is she so loyal to him? And it's, it's just nonsense. Like men and women do this, okay? And they plot for a very long time. Um, this is a question you need to ask yourself, no matter if you're a man or a woman. Would you date your friend and be happy? Okay. Now, it's not on no homo shit. It's not on no... Girl, I'm not a lesbian. It's like, with the character that they have and the personality that they have, would you honestly feel like you can trust them? Would you feel safe? Would you feel... Like, I'm being loyal to the right person because a lot of your friends will say shit to you that they won't say to the person that they with. And they'll have you thinking like, damn, that's fucked up. Why would you say that? Didn't this person just do this? Didn't this person just take five days off of work to take care of you because you were sick? Why would you talk to them like that on the phone? Why would you tell them, you know, to fuck off or... No, you go handle the kid. Like, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Like, why would you talk to them in that way and then turn around and be upset when somebody else disrespects them? Like, if if you know you wouldn't want to be in their girl's or their man's position, that's not a good friend. And if they doing that to somebody that's giving them Wang or Punani, what you got that you giving them? Hello, wake it up. What you got that you giving them that they see a value? Okay? Especially if they dog out their kids. If someone around you that you call a friend dogs out their kids, whether it's doing the bare minimum, not doing shit at all, not showing up, cussing their kids out, they dress head to toe and Ralph Lauren, the the newest sneakers um the newest phone and their kids in dirty ass shoes from last summer from walmart got holes in their shirt don't have the right uniform for school they don't go say you know oh i can't come at that time i gotta go pick such and such up they just not they just completely cut off like they live a completely different life and they got kids you need to reevaluate your friend list because I don't, I'm not friends with no man that don't take care of his kids the way that I take care of my kids. I'm not friends with no woman that dogs her kids out 
or has her kids out here looking crazy, smelling crazy, um, academically struggling. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm about to go get my nails done with her or I'm about to go out to eat with her and feel like I'm in good hands. Like, I don't, I don't mix myself with that. Okay. So that you need to question yourself to figure out, okay, I need to let my spouse or my girlfriend or my boyfriend know, like, this person ain't what it needs to be. And when your girl or your man comes to you and says, yo, your friend that you be having here all the time, they be winking at me or they be talking to me in a way where I feel like it's disrespectful or they purposely be showing up at the house early knowing you're not there yet dressed away or insinuating shit or putting their titties in my face and you snap at the person that's with you enough to tell you this shit in your face oh my god check yourself please check yourself check yourself because most of these shysty males out here today they're already imagining you and your friend doing extra career. Okay. Most of these women out here today, they will dog you out and show up at your man's place with lunch. They will they will screenshot it up and make a whole different profile and be sexting your man the whole time. What? Waiting for y'all to mess up. And then reveal herself. There's a lot of women who break up with a longtime man or boyfriend or fiance. And then about six months later, her best friend and him is together. No, one real quick. There was a girl that was friends with a girl I was talking to back in like, I'd say 2008, 2009, right? So talking to this girl, we're getting to know each other, we're getting familiar, right? All the tweets are still up, so you can go and check this for yourself. So I'm going and, you know, obviously talking to the girl, we're flirting on Twitter and stuff like that. Her friend messages me and she was like, oh, I got, you know, she started with the whole premise of, you know, protecting my friendship and blah, 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 blah. And then it went from her protecting the friendship to being curious and it wasn't her being curious, like she wanted me. She was just curious, like, why her? Like, and mind you, that's her homegirl. It's like, like, wait, like, so you hating on your friend. And the reason why was because she wasn't getting the attention. She was so used to being the, the fine friend. Like, cause I mean, she, I ain't gonna sit here in front. Like she was like fine, but it was also like one of those fine was like, okay, like you just, you're fine, you're cute and all that, but you get enough attention and nobody wants that. Like, when I say nobody, I mean, there are certain guys like me who's like, okay, I'm not going to go after the prettiest chick in the room when she mm-hmm. has a friend who has the intellect and, you know, she's, I won't say intellect, but she's like, she's smart. She she has all the things. She has all the tangibles and you just have the looks. You just have one trait that men usually go for, but then your friends, when they realize like that, I don't want to say the friends, but when the men realize like, you're not even the coolest one in your bunch. Like, you're just, you, you have that one trait. You just have the looks, right? So... Mm-hmm. I'm talking to her homegirl or whatever, and then it goes from her being, like, super aggressive to me being an asshole to all of a sudden she was being, like, really nice. When she realized, like, I wasn't falling for it, I'm still talking to her friend. And then she, what she tried to do was she tried to trap me. She went and she was like, oh, the screenshot shit that you were talking about? She was mm-hmm. doctoring, like, screenshots. Now, what she didn't realize is myself and her friend were literally laid up together when this happened, right? So... Mm-hmm. She didn't realize the messages, like, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation, but I'm laying with, you know, the girl that I was talking to and her friend is messaging me. So I'm saying, how do we respond to this to, you know, the girl that I'm oh, laying with? Yeah, so, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, like, how do I respond to this? Because she was like, okay, let me see if, you know, my friend's loyal to me, right? Mm-hmm. So I started to, you know, say the things I was saying and she goes... And she starts fishing and she, when I say fishing, meaning she was trying to see how really like how hard I was fucking with homegirl that I was laying next to. Yeah. So she was like, oh, you know, she started sending little booty photos and shit like that. And wow. Mind you, the entire, yeah. The entire time I'm going and I'm, I have the, the shit up because this is before 
what, 2008, 2009 was like before Snapchat shit. So this is before yeah. like iMessage was a thing, before all this. So it's just pretty much just like just regular messages. So I'm showing her this stuff through Twitter because all this stuff was happening on Twitter. You couldn't delete messages on Twitter. You couldn't have expired messages, none of this shit. So I'm mm-hmm. showing her the DMs or whatever, right? So she, but the same thing on Twitter is you could still delete messages. When you would delete messages, you could delete the other person's messages or you could go and like edit which messages you wanted to delete. So what she did was she doctored them up by deleting all the messages that she sent that were kind of condescending and talking shit about her friend, sending the booty shots and shit like that. And then when they got together the following weekend, she was like, yeah, I got to tell you about him. He can't be trusted, blah, 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 blah. Not realizing like, yo, I was in New York with her the week before, right? So we go and we had this conversation and she's like, well, I got to talk to my friend. Do you know the girl I was laying next to, even after seeing everything that she had seen, she had the discussion with her friend and the friend lied about it. She literally fucked, she said, you know what? No, he approached me. He was messaging me. You know, I told him, like, I can't talk to, you know, my girl's friends. And I think he's trying to play both sides between you and I and blah, 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 blah. Luckily, I had the evidence of literally laying with her that night. And she was like, well, he told me any different. They aren't friends to this day as a result of this. So everything you're saying is, like, it's resonating. Because I'm like, I really wish people were able to see what their friends do in the dark. By just putting a flashlight on it. You ain't got to turn the lights all the way on. Just, just put the flashlight yeah, on every once in a while. Have you heard that um old? Have you heard that old K song? Um, your girlfriend wants to get with me. I can tell yes. how she with me. Yo, that whole song was straight back. No, and, and it's so it's so disgusting because it's like yo, like as a guy, I know a lot of people be like, oh, well, don't nobody really want you like that. But I'm like, somebody wants you when they realize you with somebody else, and that's a fact. Yeah, and That's th- th- when you even when you single and you dating, and listen, they start you consistently with that one person, they start going hard for you, and they don't even want you. And that okay, I have to say this for single people because I I was there once upon a time, but I'm not an expert. A lot of shit has changed. But mm-hmm. when I go out and I see single people, and they're like dating stuff like that, I can see their haters, and it'd be the people that's sitting right <laughs> beside them. Yeah. The, the people that are hanging out with them. That's why when, like, when I went out uh, a few weeks ago and we went to like gallery place. We're going- Hold on. This is your captain of the Loudmouth Stereo Podcast, Shan. Don't forget to check out Loudmouth Stereo Shop where you can get your hoodies, mugs, masks, and all of that great thing. All right, and use the code M O U F for adamandeve.com. Now back to the show. Morning, hanging out, Q and I, and we met up with a couple of his friends, and we're, we're drinking and stuff like that. And I'm sitting back and I'm just watching people, and I'm really observant now because, like, okay, I have no options here, whatever. And I, I felt like a hater because it felt like I was kind of like being an expert about the shit, just watching. And then I just sat back and listened to, like, these two people who were on a date, and they were talking, and I was like, oh, like, things have changed. Like, honestly, the dating world has changed. And the guy was saying the equivalent of, like, oh, like, the dating pool has pee in it because, like, every woman that he wants to engage with is a little, you know, it's a little bit different for him compared to how, you know, it was for me. And I was like, but, like, you also brought your friends. So it was like a situation where he was meeting girls at the bar, and then she was obviously there with her friends and her friends started hating on the fact that she was actually interested in a guy and i told him i was like I had to preface with the fact that hey i'm married and everything like this so all this is new to me but if you can't ignore everything out of the box of the conversation that's happening right now you'll be mm-hmm. so much better off and he was like what do you mean i was like oh like her friends are going to like they're protecting i don't want to say they're hating but they're protecting their friend, because they don't know you, and you don't know them, so they don't know where this can lead, but you still have to take the opportunity to actually get to know this person for better or for worse, and he was like, yeah, but I, I, I like her, I was like, yeah, but just know, like, her friends are already having, an like, a vision of what you could be as a guy, you just have to prove them wrong, it sucks, 
that it's that way, but it's the absolute truth. Like sometimes you just have to be in a position where like you have to prove yourself to, I mean, I don't say to the friends, but to like the people that are in their lives, which a little bit weird, but whatever. So but I, I don't want to take too much, but I know you have other points going on you. Okay. You ready? Let's get back in. Um, if your spouse knows you and loves you, they will call it out. They're not going to wait. They're not going to wait for something bad to happen. They're not going to allow this person to borrow $100, borrow $500, borrow your car and park it in a no parking, then turn around and be like, girl, can I sleep on your couch? I can't find my key. They're not going to snowball it because when you really want to build with a person and you want what's good for them as a future thing, you're not going to allow them to snowball themselves into a hole. Okay? Um, your spouse will call out your ancient friend uh, because they do things to either show you up and embarrass you or they put you in sh- situations where they can show you off to the world in a good light. If it's to embarrass you, to to make you feel less than, and they always put you in a situation where you weren't prepared or... Oh, girl, I thought I told you the time was at 2, not 4.30, and they got you late looking stupid. That's not your friend. That's somebody that gets off by embarrassing you or making you look dumb. Some people don't know how to let go and share a friend, so they instantly have an attitude when you meet someone good for your life that works with you. Or when they meet your friend from, like, high school. Ooh, who's that? Why they come in? Ooh, why you sit that person next to me? Like, they hate for you to have joy with other people. That's a sign that that friend ain't shit. Um, all friends cannot grow with you and are not the best influence. And good people around you will call that out. Just don't be too stubborn to take heed. A lot of straight people have a girlfriend or a boyfriend of the same sex but can't see it and sometimes it takes your spouse to see it and call it out sometimes it takes your mom to see it or your brother or your sister and it's usually somebody that's really quiet and observant that be like "Mm, how long you know this person and they'd be like oh i went to high school and oh they like you like like you like you and then you'd be looking at them like nah like we ain't never no they're waiting for that one time they're waiting for that um that night where you had too many drinks so they can blame it on the liquor they're waiting for you um to mess up or they always show up when you break up with people they always want to go out and take off all your space when you when they see you happy with somebody or when they see that you're in a serious relationship and things are moving forward and won't include them they create some drama in their life where they make you feel like you're the only person that can help them. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on that. And are you really who you appear to be or are they really happy with themselves? If you have a friend or someone that you call a friend and they are not happy with themselves and they're always miserable and they always got drama going on, that is not somebody that you need to take with you in every room and share with you with everyone that you value, okay? If they paint this picture like, damn, she with some man that, you know, give her money and lets her have all the cards and she has um, the house and, you know, everything this and this is paid for and she's still miserable? No. Some people got to do their own work first and then reconnect with who they need in their life. And some people will never see that they got work to do. And it's up to you to disconnect so you can be where you need to be in life. And sometimes it is without that person. And sometimes that person's personality does leave room for a discussion. Sometimes you can't even give a discussion because if you do, they're going to play victim. You're going to be the horrible person that made up lies about them or accuse them of something and now they're going to run your name through the dirt and say that 
you lied to the person you were with about who they were and made them feel like shit and da 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 like the stories are going to come okay and my thing is bad friends are comfortable doing ain't shit things all the time to whoever they get over all right it's not no oh their mom used to treat them like shit that's why she don't get along with her or oh yeah i know she got three kids but all her baby daddies ain't shit girl first of all i'll excuse the first one but the second the third one what about you is attracting ain't shit baby fathers okay and i i will say this i know of a woman who's friends with this girl that she knows since college and her crazy ass boyfriend or ex saw both of them out one night you know at some club and they were getting in the car and he straight chased them all through atlanta shooting at the car with both of them in it to the point where like police was called and that is the point where you as a woman or as a guy gotta be like you know what the danger that you want to put your life in don't bring that over here um you know some some women be like oh I don't want you bringing your your baby father or your husband over here. They can't come to my house. If if I know somebody that's connected to somebody that I don't want nowhere near me or my kids or my house, none of y'all can come to my house. I'll come to wherever you at. Because some people bring an aura of negativity. Some people are attached to uh, dangerous shit that follows them into your spaces and everything about your life will go wrong just because you got that energy in your space and sometimes you just gotta cut off like oh you still with such and such all right well let me know um you know when y'all not together or when that's like a done thing because i don't want nothing to do with it and it's not because you don't like that person or you hate them because of who they with. You can't handle what comes with that shit because your life is on the line. And 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 that girl was not a good friend to be like, yeah, I got a crazy baby father. Or yeah, I got a crazy girlfriend and she be cutting up people's tires. My bad. I know she slashed your tires, but she thought it was mine. Um, I just paid for four new tires yesterday. That shit was 800 and something dollars. You think I'm about to have a friend who got a crazy spouse that's cutting up tires just because they upset? I'm not. I'm not. Mm. So reevaluate who you got around you and, and, and make some life decisions about does this person de- deal with sane people or crazy people? Do they think someone being like, oh no, I love hard is a attraction level. That's not attractive to me. Someone telling me that they love hard is telling me that I'm not in control of my emotions, period. Hello. It's like this new generation is attracted to this toxicity that they see on these fake reality shows, um, these these lifetime movies. Um, They're mistaking porno pleasure with life pleasure. Um, They're telling the world that they want to be choked that's not what you tell the world you tell that to the person you're with that you can trust like they have no level of "Mm, this part of me is not for everybody okay and um so that's some shit to look for it also keep friends around you that are on the same level as you honesty wise um, the same level uh, as you as value-wise, meaning they're not about to be out doing dumb shit on a Monday night knowing they got to be up at 5 a.m. in the morning and help with their family, help with their kids, and get to work on time. Like, someone that really doesn't care, care about their life shouldn't be around Greg because Greg got people 
that depend on him. Greg depends on himself and Greg got shit to do. And so if I see Greg hanging with someone every day of the week or every weekend, or they going out together and I know this person be on motorcycles doing dumb shit with no helmet, this person be um, drunk at parties being picked up and, and, and sent places, or this person just got out of jail yesterday because somebody paid their bail, but their phone never on. I'm be like, Greg, what the fuck? Mm. And if your spouse can't say that to you, then they need to break up with you. They need to get a divorce. Because you don't even have to be with somebody or people who really give a fuck about you to stress about you because you can't see the value in yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a mom to feel that. I feel that as a aunt. I got um, three nephews. Black men, beautiful men, okay? Um, And two of them live in the South, and the other one lives in D.C. And I'm always worried about somebody feeling like they need to stroke their ego. They need to, you know, make a situation bigger than what it is. And I got daughters, so I'm always worried about, okay, let me put them up on game to make sure that they're not around people that don't like them faking like they like them because they popular and put them in some shit. Um, lastly, your priorities have to be in some type of sinkage. Um, and when I say sinkage, meaning your life doesn't have to be the same, but you got important things that are on the line every week. Greg and I, Greg and I's life is not the same, but we have uh, kids. We have um, people that depend on us. We have goals that we want to push. Um, We have places that we want to be. We have a comfort level of living that we want to have. Therefore, we're not going to be on the internet talking crazy. We're not going to be posting things that are not of value that we don't want to see 15 years from now. We're not going to be disrespecting ourselves. You won't be finding my titties on Twitter feed. Um, There's just a certain level of priority that we handle a certain way. If I say, Greg, you know, we doing a show at 930 this Saturday. This is the date and this is the time. Greg's not going to be like, on the day of, I'm not doing that. Sometimes. I'm doing it. But Sometimes. there's a reason for it. Like, that's that's exactly. the reason. Like, I'm talking about some nonchalant shit. Oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, I made, I made, Greg probably make, you know, shows for us to do for a month and I don't show up to none of them. But then mm-hmm. the next month, I'm like, Greg, so how much did we make last month? Exactly. Like, make it make sense. So all of those things, um, when it comes to anybody that you're with or around, they should appreciate you on a level of, I respect um, you observing that and thank you for telling me. If that's not what they meet you with, leave them alone. Walk away. Right. <laughs> uh, I hope Adam and Eve hears that because, yeah, uh, we're going to have to talk. <laughs> we're going to have to talk. I'm talking directly at them at this point, but yeah. Hopefully they listen because yeah, enough's enough. But I, I ain't got nothing else to say about that. Um, boy, we we had a we, we had a talk of talks this week. I don't even have a closure. All I'm going to say is I, I really hope that people talk to their spouses, their booze, their bays, all that shit. But more importantly, like just be respectful to both parties, your friends and the person that you're with. But they need to know the boundaries. There are boundaries that are set, but they're only set by you. You you know, your spouse can't set them. Your friends can't set them. You have to set them. Be respectful to both parties, but also just know, like, you know, you know them best. You know both of them best. Make sure you keep a balance there. If you can't have a balance, somebody got to go. And I can almost guarantee you, nine times out of ten, it's the friend. And the reason why I say that, a lot of people have ruined a lot of good relationships fucking mm-hmm. around with their friends. 
I'm, I'm telling you, I, I know it to be true. I, I've been that person who I've ruined a relationship that probably could have worked because I wanted to hang out with the homies. Mm. I, I'm, I'm going to just leave that there. So that that's my last little talking point. Well, there's that. Uh, Jesse, thank you for coming through tonight for La Mouse Stereo. Don't forget to check out the La Mouse Stereo shop with Teespring. Um, we will be back next Saturday talking about write-offs for your business that you should be doing before mm-hmm. tax time comes up because um, if you're spending the money to have the business and do everything legit, make sure you have what you need um, to do it successfully and write that shit off so you could get that money back. Um, that is it. This is Loud Mouth Stereo. You can find our podcast on your favorite podcast app, Loud Mouth Stereo podcast. Um, I drop it on Monday, so this will be up and edited on Monday. And I hope to see y'all next Saturday. Greg is out. You can find Greg at Al Sharp Tongue on Twitter and HeyGreg.io. You can find me at ShambiPodden.com and ShambiPodden on IG, Twitter, and TikTok. I am out of here. Yes. And we'll see you next week. Peace out. Bye.